You're listening to Very Loose Women. Hello, you are tuned in to Very Loose Women. I'm Soyla, and I'm here with Leo. Hi. Who has got uh, some chocolate in her face. Reese's peanut butter cups. Other peanut butter cups also exist. (laughs) Um, And we have our wonderful guest today, Lily. Hello, Lily. Hello. We've got the wonderful Alyssa. Hello. Alisa. Alisa Conjies. And I would like to welcome (laughs) our youngest guest ever, (gasps) Santino. Hello, Santino. <laughs> no. Okay. Some 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 little little breaths yeah. as an introduction. Um, we thank you so much for joining us today. Um, Thanks for having us. We're going to dive yeah, actually straight you. into our topic, um, which is um, and that's because there we go, Santina, little introduction. Um, he wasn't happy with it. That's wasn't happy. Wanted to do it again. Restart. Yeah. Restart. Um, it's because today's. Uh, topic is a very important and actually very emotional issue and that's because it's on abortion and our access to it um so elisa is a campaign manager um at abortion rights uk and that's a pro-choice campaign and we'll talk to we'll talk to you more about what that is yeah um and lily is a performer and writer mm-hmm. um what we actually wanted to do to start off with um was to play a clip that a person sent into us on this topic And it does discuss the experience of having an abortion in some detail. I believe that life begins at the point at which a woman starts imagining a future for the heartbeat inside her. And for me, this explains why an abortion can feel so drastically different to an early miscarriage for the same woman at the same number of weeks, different stages in her life. I've always wanted to avoid finding out what either of those things feel like so I have been very careful using contraception with male partners and I track when I'm ovulating luckily I have very regular periods so it's easy for me to do that um, and I can feel when I'm ovulating as well so I try and keep on top of that and have managed to avoid getting pregnant um, until eight weeks ago uh, I think it happened when I was on my period potentially the day before um, I'm at an age now where a few of my friends are trying actively to get pregnant and are struggling to conceive um, and despite these factors I think statistically it's not surprising that I got pregnant um, contraception is what 99% effective and I mean I don't want to brag but I've had sex more than a hundred times so I had absolutely no idea about how to go about an abortion even though I have friends that work for Marie Stopes and whatnot I went to my GP in the first instance um, to confirm the pregnancy And he basically just said, you have to call this number on the Marie Stopes website. So I did that, got an appointment. um, And very luckily, I live in a borough where you can begin treatment on the same day as your first appointment. So I went in, had the scan. I asked to see the scan because it was important for me to um, acknowledge uh, what was happening to my body. Um, and had to answer a bunch of really stupid questions to convince um, 
a person that I definitely wanted the abortion, um, but the only treatment they had available immediately was a medical abortion, so I took one pill at the hospital, and then they gave me a cocktail of drugs to take the next day when I was alone and at home. Uh, and that was absolutely horrific. I spent about seven hours not being able to move. I was throwing up, shivering in like hot sweats, um, really, really bad cramps. Um, a friend came over and sat on the end of my bed and held my hair back as I uh, threw up copious amounts and um, made me chocolate pudding, which after kind of that had settled down I managed to eat I think I thought I would feel okay or relieved afterwards um I've managed to avoid letting the patriarchy make me feel sad or um have a sense of regret about this decision and yet hormones are cool (laughs) hormones will make you feel like that even um when yeah I don't know even when you've resisted all the societal crap around it um so yeah I feel super sad still um haven't gone back to work yet uh yeah just um trying to be kind to myself and kind to my body even though it is making me feel in a way that I don't particularly want to feel so coming out of that clip um thank you to the person for sharing it with us and i do want to reiterate that it was their personal experience and everybody goes through very different experiences um so i just wanted to open it up and to see what um our reactions were to that clip yeah i i mean it takes um I think whenever you hear uh, somebody speaking so kind of like honestly and not only honestly but with such raw connection to what they're talking about it felt like it was something that's been experienced recently and I just think that she's incredibly brave and just the fact that she wanted to share it is amazing because this issue about talking about experience being totally stigmatized and not normal isn't a way that is helpful for women to one process what they're experiencing and she wanted to take hold of her experience and and she wanted to take ownership of it and I think that's a really like amazing thing for her to want to do that with us today Mm. so I think that's really cool yeah I think I'd like to kind of um, echo um, what Lily was saying there. I mean, I think it was really incredibly beautiful, really powerful to hear those words. Um, and, you know, I mean, I think what's really interesting that that kind of double burden that some women feel um, if they are feminists and they've had an abortion and then they also experience some sadness afterwards and a feeling that, that in fact, in some way that you've failed at kind of, <laughs> like, not regretting or Mm. like not you know do you know what I mean and I think I think that's the kind of I think in a sense that's why it's so important to have heard that her her words is that it's absolutely possible for those things to coexist for that to be absolutely the right thing for to 
for you to have chosen, but also that it's fucking sad mm. as well. It's hard. And yeah. it's tough. Like, I think what really, what that really brought home to me, because um, when she's recording, it sounds like she's in the midst of it, and um, that it, like, if you've just come out of hospital for, like, having an amputation, say, or, like, I don't know, um, I was trying to think of something more positive than that, a breast implant. Mm. Um, like, if you've had something that requires, like, you know, some sort of medical intervention, it's always going to have some short-term repercussions, and I think that's what we're hearing. But a long-term repercussion of not having a, an abortion is taking care of, like, you know, is, is, is giving birth. Like, mm. that is the repercussion of not having that. And it's, I think if once you start framing it in that way, then, like, it changes. It changes the perspective. Mm. Um, so access to abortion varies widely internationally as well as within the United Kingdom. Um, Elisa, can you tell us more about Abortion Rights UK and the work that you do? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so I'm, um, I work for Abortion um, Rights UK and um, we're obviously based in the UK. Um, <clears throat> so we com- campaign to um, defend and extend a person's right to choose. Um, we're working about kind of having as much... Um, we want access to information and making sure that kind of people's experience of actually getting an abortion is possible as positive as possible. Um, um, I, I, I'm not sure how much your li- 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 listeners know about abortion rights in the UK. I'm sure they lo- know loads actually, mm-hmm. but um, I think this, certainly what shocked me when I first started campaigning was that that abortion isn't actually um, decriminalised in this country, which I think is pretty shocking. Mm. So just to kind of give you a little kind of um, uh, kind of facts about our law, um, the the 1967 Act, um, which um, kind of liberal, liberalised um, abortion if you might, might meet certain criteria. So that's making sure that kind of two doctors um, think um, agree that kind of it, you um, having an abortion is um, better for your mental mental health than um, than um, considering the continuing the pregnancy. Um, and I think you're um, the person that shared at the, the beginning actually spoke about that and actually how that that in itself it, um, is incredibly paternalistic and kind of ridiculous in um, because women absolutely know um, um, their own minds and I think and that's one of the things that we'd like to change. Um, so I mean today, if I found out that I was pregnant, and I didn't want to be, and I wanted to kind of. Um, Dodge, dodge some of the kind of significant um, barriers to access, and I just thought I can go online, I can get some pills, and I can actually sort this. Which I think, I think lots of people, because of the culture and the way that we actually, you know, that's the way that we get things right um, at the moment. I think people might do that, and they 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 might not realising that they were kind of um, they were cl- that click would, was is a crime that that. That, but by doing that, to taking things into your own hands and saying, I don't want to be pregnant anymore, I'm going to deal with, deal with this, um, that's when the, the, the 1861 Act comes in. That's the Offences Against the um, Persons, um, which makes um, abortion a crime and well, you could go to prison for life. Wow. Um, now, I'm not saying that's going to happen, mm. but the fact that legislation still exists is outrageous. Mm. I mean, I think we, we need less abortion law. Um, and certainly if we have any, it needs to... It, what we're saying in abortion rights is that abortion is a medical procedure. It should be regulated like any other. 
Um, so I guess that's one of the kind of biggest campaigns that we're working on. And um, the other thing that we're incredibly concerned on about is the kind of massive uptick of um, the um, cl- clinic um, protests. Um, there's so I mean that's just people out. That 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 can that can be quite varied. That can be like a couple of like men on their knees outside, um, like just as you're coming um, in or out of the um, the clinic, or it could be like the whole street um kind of a whole line of people calling you mum giving you um leaflets touching you like you know it's harassment it's inti- intimidation and it's unacceptable um we're we we're saying no no to that it's time it's time um that the government um took some responsibility um it's about also the privacy that we should have when we're kind of um accessing our our healthcare and I think really we need to talk about what this is. It's about misogyny as well. They yeah. don't. I mean, I think what I think that if they really cared about women not getting sorry, when I'm saying women, but we and we in abortion rights also um, think that um, know that we also want access for, for all gestational. Um, bodies, so just to make that clear. So, yeah. but I'm just saying women because that's that's easier. So that's just a um, ca- caveat, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, so, I mean, essentially, like these these people, um, they they just want to. It's almost fetishistic. They're outside. Mm. It's kind of like 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 shouting at these kind of slutty women. That how, how dare they? Mm. And I think what's really very clear here is that like. Um, Pregnancy and motherhood is not a punishment for having sex, mm. right? That and and it shouldn't be. Um, so uh, that I mean that's just kind of a little of um, a t- taste of things that we're kind of interested in at the moment. Um, just we're a um, grassroots um, women re- um, led um, campaign. Um, we're member funded. Um, check out our website. Um, and we'd love we'd love to hear from you. <laughs> My son's really into it as well. Yeah, and we'll share all of those details yeah. at the end of the show as well. Um, what kind of led you to want to work on on this campaign? Was there you know something that really kind of I had an abortion? You? Of course. <laughs> Um, and they were outside, and they said, "No, they weren't. They weren't cruising outside." Mm. Um, no, I like. I, so yeah, I, I had an abortion when I was seventeen, um, and I actually had quite a negative um, abortion experience. Um, um, but I'm so deeply grateful for the fact that I lived in a country that was success. Um, I was accessible for me. Mm. I was able to um, have um, to get. Um, Go to university, get my, um, achieve my uh, degree, to go travelling, to have an incre- incredible experiences, and now, at like you know, 19 years later, I'm able to be a mum to my son in a way that I absolutely wouldn't have been able to at the time. So mm. for me, like you know, thank goodness for for abortion. I think it was like it's one of the it's one of the many um, good decisions I've made in my life, and I'm so thankful that that was possible but I think if you haven't had an abortion you don't realize the barriers of access that that there are there and actually there I mean for me I want anyone that I'm pro-choice so I'm 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 pro all of you you know like whatever you want like be a mum have four kids don't like whatever you want but I think we need need to make sure that um that um our laws 
um, represent um, like public opinion because this country is so pro-choice, it's crazy, and um, we're not seeing that re- reflected in our par- parliament, and I think it's pretty outrageous. Mm. I think it it goes with a whole host. I mean, we can't get into all of these, but a whole host of misogynist laws, like not providing enough money for childcare, disrespecting a lot of uh, roles that traditionally women can take, um, uh, such as like housework and things, or care work. Um, I feel like it all falls in the same bucket, but there's this one medical procedure where it's a linchpin and you just think, well, if we legislate that, then all the rest will fall into place. That's not how it works. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think there's the the other thing that's actually happening um, that... I think the, the the sort of people that we think have abortions in the kind of um, the, the mythology around it is kind of it's all bullshit basically. Mm. We're all like all these slutty teenagers that are like putting it around. Which frankly, if you are like like good, God's good like for good for you, enjoy yourself. But but actually, I like that's, that's my one input. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's. I mean, I think actually that's not what's happening. What we what we saw in the last statistics was that it was women over thirty five that are having more abortions. It was women that were already mums that are having the abortion. Frankly, it's all of the women are having all the abortions when they need them, right? But I think what the government is doing is that they're they're slashing um, front line um, repro um, rights. Um, like services like contraception, it's impossible to go to get a GP appointment. So what we're what we're finding is women like you know I'm 37. It's like this was not a planned pregnancy. <laughs> Delighted it happened, but like you know when when you're waiting for your like your pill to be yeah. renewed, you're, like people are getting pregnant. Yeah. And and I think what we've done like certainly what we're seeing is that the kind of the younger kids. Um, like in the 18 year olds like that's down mm-hmm. like, like so there's less and less um um uh unplanned pregnancy there but then like it's the 30 like you know over 25 and over 35 mm-hmm. because those services are just not there mm-hmm. yeah there was a report last week with the bbc saying that the uk is at a shortage um in terms of uh the female contraceptive pill or mm-hmm. specific pills so that there has been um coverage about this issue and that it is ongoing and I don't consider that under our government it's going to get much better to be honest so it's something that we really need to talk about um and I'm glad glad that you're here talking about it yeah um, to um to move on to you Lily um what is all aboard at termination station ah what is it uh <laughs> it's a uh, show that I developed um over a year ago it's a comedy cabaret about abortion lol <laughs> um and it's an autobiographical um story about yeah about my experience um and I've I've been on here before to speak about it and I wanted to speak about um, that because what happened when I came on to speak about it first so I started this show and created it about an experience I had two years um, sorry I started creating it two years ago about an experience I had when I was 19 so I'm 26 now and when I was um, making the show to put forward to um, small kind of fringe venues and tour it around the UK and that hence why I came and spoke to you guys last um, I then uh, got pregnant about like a month afterwards um, and I had uh, another abortion and went through the whole procedure again at a completely different stage and part of my life um, and it just really changed the ending of the show. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, um, I 
I feel like the whole essence of why I created the work is specifically because I, when Repeal the Eighth happened, there was just this sudden, like, um, I don't know, like this lift of of, um, of uh, speech about abortion. Mm. I just felt all of a sudden that there was some kind of, like, social... Um, uh, normality in it that I could talk about it that people would actually come and see my show and not go ugh um, and, and I guess as an artist it was actually the first thing I ever wrote about when I was in a writing workshop when I was like in my first year of studying at drama school yeah I went to drama school <laughs> um, well, that's a whole other show um, <laughs> um, but it was the first thing I ever wrote about because it's so emotive and it's just it, it's completely shaped my life and now my my work and like my career as a, as an artist and what I want to do I want to make work that allows people to speak openly and I've had you know from 65 year old couples coming talk to me from mothers and daughters who who like never told each other like all of that came back to me after doing this show and it's been such an incredible um, kind of uh, vehicle for um, allowing audiences to talk amongst each other mm. and, and that's when you know you're making good shit. Nice. Um, <laughs> how did you and Elisa come together and then can you tell us about the fundraiser? <laughs> yeah, um, actually we fa- we met um, at a uh, Protest, yeah, a protest, yeah, protest. Um, a a counter um, demo against um, uh, March for Life, which happens once a year now. There is over like almost four thousand pounds. Um, sorry, four thousand people yeah. from there, and I think a come two hundred from of us, but we were louder. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's in London, and and there's going to be another one this year, it's... and we're going to be we're, we're going to be countering it. So mm. we hope that like your listeners will come. There's yeah, abortion 100%. rights UK on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, yeah. and just Thank to you. say about that protest, which was really shocking, as just a, a member of the of the counter protest of obviously pro choice, was the insane amount of money that is is input into this into the pro life campaign, and it's and and just to see on that mass that that money and that that um amount of resistance is there it was quite shocking and i essentially went to that protest because i just had um experienced my second abortion and i wanted to do it as a kind of cathartic thing and i was really welcomed by elisa who just immediately was really warm and funny and normalized it and didn't see me as some kind of tragedy and didn't like you know you didn't make me feel like i had to be sad but you but also it was really welcoming to kind of have some sort of joy in like countering what was really an intimidating environment um we did yeah. a lot of singing it was we did bunking and grooving and i think i think lily and i like we met we spoke um she showed me um told me about her show and i think we also just immediately just liked each other as well which mm. is like you know like like mega you, legend we, yeah <laughs> well, just when you meet like excellent women yeah. and you're um and you're just like yes yeah yeah um and i think we um i think um i was really interested in um uh lily's show um for for a few reasons one is that it's like it's funny and i think that's so important yeah. and secondly that actually it deals with like um um 
uh, the fact that she's had more than one abortion. And I think when we're talking about stig- stigma, that's something that's so highly stigmatised and it's so weird. Like in our se- 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 sexual career, like we do, like, <laughs> do it loads. <laughs> yeah. But like, but you have, a, you know, you have a lot of sex, and the idea that like, like the idea that it, you that you get like a one stop kind of a. a like um, ticket for abortion, and and, and that's and, and that's kind of okay. But if it happens again, like you have to have you, you have to go yeah. um, mm. um, and have have a baby. That's mm. that's actually ridiculous. Mm. And I think it's it's really I think it's really kind of amazing that that you're talking about that, Lily. And mm. I think because I think we need to be talking about that more. That it's actually completely fine to have as many abortions that you need. Mm. Yeah, mm. exactly. So what your show and the fundraiser? <laughs> yes. Tell us yeah. More. So, so sorry. No, go, you go, girl. Um, so I think, I think, so what I think we wanted to to work together, um, and I think what we're really sort of um, interested in in is kind of um, smashing some stigma. So I. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I thought, um, so what we basically put together is like a really kind of hopefully what we think is quite dynamic and exciting um, um, set of workshops that is theatre um, led using um, Lily's fantastic um, one woman show as a kind of um, like like a ve- vehicle so um, to work with young people yeah. um, and basically, yeah, just to kind of um, open the conversation um, about kind of abortion so people can, can we can... Um, stop kind of um allowing the kind of anti um choice kind of mythology around yeah. the whole s- subject to kind of like get into our, our fun- common vernacular and kind of make us feel like shit about something that actually yeah. was quite useful in our lives mm. yeah and i think especially using uh the like my show as as that um vehicle because i feel in a way when you're addressing something that can be quite um uh, stigmatized uh, to be able to like give young people a voice through performance and say that you can create your your feeling about this in a way that you don't have to necessarily like articulate in a really like in a really like profound argument argumental sense it's actually just giving people the license to have freedom to be creative with their activism and and to also be and personal and, experience as well yeah, yeah. and be just creative with your own life yeah, yeah totally and that's what is really key about engaging that and marrying yeah. it together exactly and also i think like many many um young people their only experience about talking about um abortion at school is about kind of um de- de- debating it um kind of the ethics of it mm. and actually i think we we want to take that strip that away completely mm. and just kind of give some facts it's like it's not political it's personal guys let's let's look at it like that yeah, and it can be political as well. But well, okay. yeah, to try <laughs> it can be in a good way, like good ofs, good ways, guys. But I think, <laughs> yeah, so, but I mean, I guess the whole, so I mean, the whole point of it is that like we kind of we're trying to um, ta- tackle um, the the stigma um, because abortion is normal. Yeah. Um, so. So that's basically the project. We're really excited about it. We're going to be sharing much more about that soon. But um, what we need um, is money. Mm. Um, so we're Kimi, doing Kimi, Kimi. we're doing a, a very exciting... If that um, song doesn't pull you in. Yeah, exactly. sure, no. There'll be more of that on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got a um, quite exciting um, line-up of um, really amazing emerging... I saw um, Amanda Palmer 
Is that was that a previous? That was another event? one. She's but very another mega babe. Yeah. yeah. So she performed at the which I also performed at. Just by the way. So I mean, she may have been the headliner, but I was there too. So that was the previous um, fundraiser that was done on in November at the Bethnal Green Working Men's Club, and it was mm. a fantastic event to be um, a part of. And this time, um, what we have created is obviously a similar um, reasoning and purpose. It's a fundraiser for abortion rights. It's a project launch for us. So we're trying to engage people to come on board and like work with us fund us support us Mm -hmm. and uh, we what we're introducing are a bunch of fantastic circuit comedians they're all female led we've got myself obviously that's addressing um our our fundraising topic and point um which is obviously about my piece which is about abortion then we've got um another one of our campaigning members is doing a performance um she's maltese when can our listeners because um, I'm aware that we're going to have yeah, to... Yeah, shut up, Lily. So like, when, when can we see where, this really cool and stuff? Where okay. mm-hmm. get involved <laughs> and websites and everything like that? Okay, so it is happening this Saturday. I repeat, this Saturday on uh, at Poplar Union at 7pm uh, till 10pm. You can access tickets via Poplar Union's website. You can also follow us on Abortion Rights UK. There is a link to the tickets in our bio. That's you can also Instagram. follow me, Insta. Um, Insta, and you can also follow my Instagram, which is Lily, which is L I W L Y E Burton B U R T O N. There is also a link for the tickets in my bio, and just follow me, guys, because I'm, I'm an artist. Mm. I need you to follow me. Um, <laughs> abortion rights is at um, www.abortionrights.org.uk. Um, um, that's and, and that's you can it. become a member. Excellent. For as little as £5 a month. There we go. Do Thanks it. so much for listening to the show. Love you, babes. <laughs>